Broadway producers pushing their plays to later dates next year. Well, what's going to fill the space now? Plus, Lin-Manuel Miranda is leading the way when it comes to streaming content during the coronavirus pandemic. But could this have a negative long-term impact? Let's go. This is a Lights Out podcast. I'm Jacqueline Thrapp. Broadway shut down for the rest of the year, so what are we going to do, huh? I have an idea. I have three ideas. You can listen to my three audio plays coming to you this holiday season. We've been planning this for months because, of, as I've been saying on this podcast, I kind of had some inside knowledge that the odds of Broadway opening this year probably wasn't going to happen, which is why I kept saying there's no way it's opening this summer, not even this fall. So here we are. It's official. Broadway's not coming back this year, but guys, we have some really big names in these audiobooks. Starting October 1st, we have Hanukkah Haunting, which is a horror. Then we have Christmas Pitch. Then we have Christmas Fart. Christmas Pitch is a Hallmark-style romance. Christmas Fart is adult humor, and um, the covers were made by Parody Bill. I can't release who's in it yet. I really want to because you're going to know some of these names both in the animation world and the Broadway world, but I can't tell you who they are yet. So stand by. We should have that on pre-order soon. We're recording it this month. But hey, if you don't want to wait and you want some Jackie content, just head on over to my website, JacquelineThrapp.com and listen to the album for our off-Broadway musical, Good Morning New York. We are one of the last shows to close with a full run, and I actually think we were the last off-Broadway show to close with a full run. We have an album out. It's on Spotify. It's on iTunes. You can just Google that, or you can go to my website, jacklinthrop.com, and there's a link in there. Let's talk about our boy, Lynn. Hamilton is coming out on Disney Plus Friday. If you have a free account, you cannot watch it. You have to have a paid account to Disney Plus to watch it. Now, Hamilton was actually supposed to debut next fall, the fall of 2021. Um, but now apparently everything Lin-Manuel Miranda related is doing a switcheroo because instead of next year, Hamilton's now out Friday. And In the Heights, which was supposed to be out this summer, is now pushed into next year. And then we have a documentary about creating... Um, and then the Freestyle Love Supreme documentary is on Hulu. So Lynn and Well is streaming so much stuff right now, um, whether it's the stage versions or the movie versions or the documentary versions of his stuff. He certainly has a very smart team um, around him. However, there's not a lot of people that can do what he's doing. And so I fear that the Broadway community, maybe just the fans, not necessarily those in it, but the fans of the Broadway community um, are going to start expecting this. And I really hope that we push back. But I'm not seeing pushback. Right now, I just see people giving out their work for free. Like, I had, okay, full disclosure here. Christmas Fart was supposed to open at the Theater Row while I was planning on this year, but then coronavirus hit, so now I moved it to next year. <laughs> and then even now, I'm like, oh, I don't know about next year. So I just made it an audio play. And I'm not doing a free a free reading, which I did do on my podcast, but deleted quickly after when I realized what I was doing. Um, I'm not going to like give away my stuff, give it out for free. And when I realized like the listens that I was getting to that Christmas fart play, I was like, oh my God, delete, delete it from the podcast because 
I realized by just putting it out there, I was essentially giving the entire world all of my years of hard work for free. And if we're going to be putting stuff out there and there's going to be a streaming record of anything, there should be a dollar sign attached to it. There should always be. And it shouldn't just be from my sponsors who pay to do it. No, because Christmas Fart, like I could have made a lot of money with that going off Broadway if people came. And if they didn't came, I at least could have made a few thousand bucks opposed to um, putting it out on Anchor FM, my podcast platform that sends it to Spotify and Apple and stuff and being like, here it is for free. And I, I, uh, I don't like that. And the Dramatist Guild is getting involved in this now too. In the Dramatist Guild's recent newsletter, they said that in response to the shift in our industry, they are leaping into action by creating the new media committee. And it, the committee is, quote, at the forefront of investigating and researching live streaming practices from at-home DIYs to large nonprofit theaters streaming archival performances. You can help. So there, if you're a part of the Dramatist Guild, they're asking you to reach out and fill out a survey about um, if you have either put your work online or have been approached by a theater to put your work online, they want to hear. Because even the Dramatist Guild, they're like, okay, this is new a new territory for us and they have six comments on streaming during coronavirus here are the six number one the important thing is that streaming permissions have an end date number two you should inform your agents and other representatives whether you permit these uses and under what circumstances number three don't let the coronavirus become yet another reason used to battle against the idea of paying you for your artwork Number four, put boundaries on access and number of performances. Five, send proven solutions and affordable password protection to this email, the Dramatist Guild. Okay. Number six, be creative when imagining new opportunities for employing your artwork. That's it. I have such a problem with live streaming our work because if we live stream our new work that we've spent months, in my case, years on, I'm never going to see that profit because either... I mean, it's a watered down version of what I actually wrote and what I actually imagined. And like, instead of taking all these royalties, because writers get 10%, 10 to 12% usually. So let's say you could have made 1,000 in a show. That's 100 bucks you could have made and you could have had 20 shows. So you could have made, you do the math, that's a lot of money. That's in the thousands. So you could have had, you could have had thousands of dollars from just waiting and putting your stuff out on a theater, but instead you're live streaming. And guess what? These little at-home concerts don't pay crap unless there's a sponsor. Unless I'm mistaken, um, they're not paying. And on top of that, all of the news organizations that make money by promoting Broadway shows are now emailing people that have previously emailed them <laughs> about covering something they have a long list and they're like hey we'll give you some free coverage on our website if you want to play something new so like now I feel like artists in general it's just the most you can get taken advantage of so easily because the news organizations need content how do they do it they beg artists for their new content and then their new artists give them their new content and it's like I'm sick of watching people play at their home in their pajamas, and I'm certainly sick of watching people play when they're 
backyard or living room is nicer than mine or they have like I I'm so sick of watching this stuff so and there's not money in it and let's say there is money let's say they're like all right we're gonna pay you one thousand dollars to live stream this which I highly doubt that's ever happened but if it does happen tell me and then I'll update the podcast but Let's say they're like, okay, one night only, we're going to pay you a thousand bucks for this production. You have to look at it as in, if I just save this for when Broadway reopens or Off-Broadway or my community theater reopens, can I make more money? And my answer is 100% yes, unless you do a pre-produced audio play for Audible that people, you write it for Audible. And you can independently produce those very easily. But I'm saying like you take that play and you actually make it an audio drama only for the ears, not for the stage. If you do that, then you make four bucks each listen you get. And that in itself is a lot more and is more credible, I think, getting audible on your resume than like some random live stream or like video you recorded in your pajamas for a news organization that won't even cover you when you have your shows. Now I say that because I reached out to a few places to see if their critics would come and cover me and then some did, some didn't. And some of the ones that didn't, the organizations, then reached out to me in coronavirus being like, hey, what's your new content? We'd love to give you some free opportunities. And it's like, no, 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 no. You can't, you, that, that, that's a problem with the system. So That's my rant on that. And why does this relate to Lin-Manuel Miranda? Because he can do this. Because he's not being taken advantage of. The dude is so rich. He has a net worth of approximately $80 million. And on top of that, all of his shows that were on Broadway have recouped. Hamilton, In the Heights and Freestyle Love Supreme. All of them have recouped. So let's say you invested $20,000 in Hamilton and capitalization was $12.5 million. That means like the total money that they had to raise before they got to opening night. Let's say you put in $20,000. By now, by ever since it's opening night, you would have made $1 million if you only put in twenty k in Hamilton. And, that, and, and, and that's like... That's 0.00 something of a percentage. Lin-Manuel is getting approximately, if he did it right, 10% plus there's composing and then there's everything else he was involved in acting. So like the dude has made his money from Hamilton in the Heights as well. Capitalization, 10 million. If you invested 20K, you would have made around 70K back. That's three times what you put in. So my point is, he's rich. He has the money. The investors are certainly happy with where they ended up. And yeah, there's a craving for Broadway. We don't have it anymore. And so who do we look to? We look to the richest person in the industry from uh, current standards. I mean, I'm sure there's other, of course there's others, but I'm saying this is an idol. Well, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people bow down to Lynn. So I'm saying that this is someone who already had a show. It was so successful. Everyone made their money back and doubled, tripled. Oh my God, in Hamilton's case, she made so much money. And then it closed. And then now they're going to stream it because they've already made all the money that they can make. And I'm totally for that I'm totally for if you've already made all the money you're ever going to make 
and then some yeah share it with the world we don't have broadway right now it's it's a great thing that it's being shared but i don't think you should expect writers like myself or my friends in the community who usually have a second job to release our stuff and give it away for free with these live readings or even archive stuff which we actually did have good morning new york on tape there was a major problem with the camera and so that was lost and i'm very upset about it and we would have had it out for you but um no there was a, a very big problem um that i have addressed anyway my point is Lynn can do it. Thank you, Lynn, for doing it. But if you're a writer, I just say you're going to lose all your money <laughs> if you do it. So just go to Audible or wait. It, theater's going to come back. And also you can write other stuff. You can always write. You, or unless you write something specifically for Zoom. That would be interesting. That's all I got to say about that. This is the Making the Musical podcast. Enjoy Hamilton. I've never seen it. And here I am doing a whole podcast about money. Never seen it. I'm going to watch it tomorrow and have a good holiday weekend.